21 Indian Navy sailors have tested positive for coronavirus in Mumbai. This is the single largest spike in the incidence of the pandemic in the Indian Armed Forces. I'm Saurabh Joshi, it's Saturday the 18th of April and you're listening to the Stratpost podcast. The sailors who tested positive on Friday were all based in the same building at INS Angre in Mumbai. They'd been in quarantine for the last week after a sailor from the same building had tested positive. And so to explain what all of this means and the implications of all of this further down the road, I have with me veteran defense journalist Sujan Datta. What do you make of all this? This situation can best be uh, described in naval terms as yellow jack over sword arm. Uh, pandemics have a long history in among seafarers. The yellow jack is known as the quarantine flag and the Western Naval Command that is adjacent to INS Angre, its shore establishment in Bombay, is the sword arm of the Indian Navy. Right. So, uh, so far we've had a very limited number of cases in the Indian Armed Forces, which, which, which is sort of reflective of, of how restrained the pandemic has been in India so far. Um, and it's got a lot of people guessing as to, as to why that is so. Uh, the number of cases uh, in the army, for example, are only eight out of 1.1 million uh, personnel. I think the Indian Air Force has reported one suspected case, one or maybe two. Right. So, so it's 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 so far it's been very uh, very restrained. It's been very limited. Uh, but tell me this: INS Angre is located where it's 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 in the middle of south mumbai right and it, it is in south bombay right so tell me a little bit about where it is and what it what goes on over there uh, like i said earlier ins angre is a shore establishment it is the main logistics and uh, depot for the western naval command and it's next to uh, the two main uh, entrances to uh, the naval dockyards in South Bombay, uh, Tiger Gate and uh, Lions Gate. Uh, it is not exactly in Navy Nagar, but almost all of South Bombay, and indeed all of Bombay is synonymous with the Indian Navy. They're always the first uh, responders in any situation. And Bombay is one of the most congested cities in the world. South Bombay particularly is very congested and the Navy itself has been talking about decongesting the Bombay port for decades now, which is why they've been uh, setting up this establishment at Karwar in uh, coastal North Karnataka. Uh, but that is, uh, it's much further down uh, uh, to the, uh, the south along the west coast of India. Uh, but that is going to be an essay in persuasion because uh, they do not have the infrastructure yet. Number one. Second, uh, who would want to give up the uh, benefits of uh, living in a metropolis like Bombay despite its problems? And uh, the Navy, uh, in the Indian Navy, uh, the modern Indian Navy has uh, evolved from Bombay. Uh, the name of INS Angre itself is taken from uh, Kanoji Angre, who was one of the, uh, who was the Maratha uh, 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 naval leader, uh, who 
who's Admiral Kanoji uh, Angre, who, who has lent its, uh, his name to, to many naval establishments, and as Angre arguably being among the most uh, so important Ang- of So what goes on at INS Angre? I mean, uh, what do the people who work there, were they, uh, I'm trying to understand what these sailors, the kind of work these sailors would have been doing at INS Angre. Right. So uh, INS Angre is not merely one building adjacent to the naval dockyards. It's a, it's a complex of other structures. Uh, I would Im- I have been uh, to INS Angre, but I cannot claim to be an authority on, on, on what goes on there. Uh, there are depots, there are workshops, uh, there are places where uh, the, the Navy would be uh, storing a lot of its uh, equipment and uh, uh, material. And uh, the men, uh, the sailors who would be living in the barracks, in fact, INS uh, Angre uh, has come to inhabit what was earlier known as the castle barracks. And uh, even till very recently, it was headed by uh, an officer designated the Combrax or the Komodo barracks. And um, the the sailors there, as, as would be the officers who would have been going to work there, would have been rotated. It is it is usual practice for uh, for for the navy to rotate its uh, crew uh, between uh, ship deployments and shore deployments. And uh, all naval stations, even if they are ashore, are called INS or Indian Naval Ships because that is the culture that uh, the navy uh, uh, has to retain whether its establishments are floating or not. For example, in, in Delhi, it's uh, the, these, the equivalent establishment is INS India, correct? Exactly. But I, I, I would say that, uh, you know, uh, given the importance of uh, INS Angre, it is far more significant in, in, uh, in purely operational terms. Okay. So these sailors are logistics sailors from INS Angre, which is a which is the administrative hub around there. Uh, there's a good chance that before they were uh, they they were they were put in in quarantine a week back after one of their colleagues mm-hmm. uh, uh, tested positive, uh, they mm-hmm. might have been circulating around and might have been spreading the inf- infection. Uh, 20 to 25 sailors is a lot of people. They they would have met a lot of people around various uh, uh, naval units in the region. How worrying is this, do you think? Uh, Compared to the US military, which has reported thousands of cases, the incidence is much lesser in the Indian military so far. Uh, But in India as a whole, we are also testing far fewer uh, cases than probably most other countries. Uh, so the this this story, as one might say, is is still unfolding, uh, particularly in navies uh, among the seafaring communities. Uh, pandemics have uh, wrought a chaotic history, and we have to be uh, really very careful about it. Even uh, you know, uh, in February when uh, the pandemic was reported from the Diamond Princess. Remember, it was a cruise ship. Uh, so, so given that kind of history and tradition, 
there is uh, a requirement to be extra careful. There are a lot of uh, naval vessels stationed in and around Mumbai. Uh, some, a lot of them are alongside, in, uh, and and and, mm -hmm. and those vessels, except for submarines, those those vessels actually have crews living on board. Now, uh, mm -hmm. that's the nightmare scenario, isn't it? Yeah. Once, uh, if if crews, uh, if ships companies, let's put it that way, if ships companies get infected. Uh, but they are at sea, uh, it becomes a very difficult situation, not only to manage health-wise, but also to keep the platforms operationally available. Since 2017, the Indian Navy has maintained, as per declared policy, uh, seven permanent overseas deployments. Uh, we do not know what the status of those deployments are, uh, you know, across the Indian Ocean, across the Arabian Sea, and uh, right up to the Straits of Malacca and beyond. Uh, we do know that uh, the uh, uh, Chief of Naval Staff, Admiral Karanbir Singh, appeared to be very well aware of the threat that was posed to the Indian Navy. Uh, because he said on the 9th of April in a video message to all warships and to all sailors and submariners that uh, the Navy needs to be very careful. This was, of course, after uh, the reports came out of uh, the four U.S. aircraft carriers and, uh, 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 and the French aircraft carrier, uh, Charles de Gaulle having uh, reported cases, thousands of cases. In fact, you've had the opportunity to, to sail on some of these vessels yourself, haven't you, in your career? Yeah, uh, I've been on three of the supercarriers, the Nimitz, the Theodore uh, Roosevelt, and, uh, and, the, and the Carl Vinson. Uh, see, these are, these are aircraft carriers that, when fully loaded, are close to one lakh tons. Uh, India does not have ships. Uh, that are comparable, though the India does, I mean, have an aircraft carrier. The plus, the, plus these are nuclear-powered vessels, right? They, they are nuclear-powered vessels. Uh, and uh, there was one particularly worrying report about uh, uh, some of the cases on the U.S. ships, uh, on one of the U.S. carriers having been uh, discovered in the reactor room, reactor chamber. Uh, but uh, but there is more to learn about those incidents again. Now, while while these uh, supercarriers have more space compared to Indian ships, uh, and, and they're on constant deployment, uh, even then the, the the very nature of of of, ma of maritime activity puts crews and ships companies in close proximity. And proximity is what leads to uh, uh, what, what leads to the spread of the epidemic, which is why the importance of social distancing is uh, being emphasized repeatedly across the world. But social distancing, while the Navy chief said is difficult, I believe it's impossible on floating platforms. Right, and, and you also touched upon operational availability, operational readiness. Now, we've, we've, we've sort yeah. of seen what's happening with the US Navy, and uh, in the past week alone, there have been uh, multiple uh, incidents 
where, for example, uh, Iranian Revolutionary Guard uh, uh, guards uh, have harassed uh, U.S. naval warships in the Persian Gulf. Uh, the, the Chinese mm-hmm. sent an aircraft carrier battle group to menace Taiwan, uh, and uh, uh, a Russian um, Sukhoi uh, sort of made uh, threatening moves against a so U.S. Navy P-8. Now these things, right. I mean, the world has not stopped spinning, right? <laughs> things, right. things, things go on. Things happen, and you have to be operationally right. ready. So, so what does that mean for? For example, the Indian Navy and the Indian Armed Forces. I mean, this is something that can shut you down, right? Uh, let's give it a historical and geographical context. You know, uh, probably at no point of time since the Second World War has the U.S. Navy's Fifth Fleet, which is uh, which covers the Persian Gulf and the Arabian Sea, and uh, or the U.S. Navy's Seventh Fleet, that is in the Pacific and uh, off the east coast of India they have never been as incapacitated as they are today, not since the Second World War. Uh, while uh, the US deployments in the Persian Gulf have been wargaming war uh, supposed Iranian swarm attacks, unquote, uh, the tailing of US aircraft by, uh, alleged tailing of US aircraft by, by the Russian uh, plane, uh, indicates that these uh, these military tactics will continue uh, because each is trying to establish its hegemony, and that is the way militaries function. In the case of uh, uh, for, for India, which is why I was wondering about what's happened to the seven permanent uh, 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 deployments. I mean, we've always had at least one ship of the east coast of Africa on counter piracy patrols. Then. Uh, uh, we have some. Uh, we have uh, we have ships uh, uh, near Madagascar, near near the Maldives, Mauritius. We have something south of the Sri, uh, south of Sri Lanka uh, in the Indian Ocean. We have uh, deployments uh, uh, near the Straits of Malacca. I mean that that was uh, the doctrine of permanent uh, uh, overseas uh, deployments adopted since uh, 2017. It steadily grew from two or three to a total of seven. I wonder where those deployments stand today i would imagine i would imagine that uh, uh, the deployments would have been scaled down uh, to what extent however it's not yet been spelled out by the navy however while an epidemic if an epidemic breaks out on a ship it might be difficult to contain but a ship if a, if a ship has been on prolonged deployment uh, without touching port then the likelihood of it being affected by disease uh, uh, reduces. Even in the case of the USS Theodore Roosevelt, uh, the, 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 the cases were reported after it had made a pit stop at Da Nang in, uh, in Vietnam. Uh, we do not know what the status of, uh, of all these Indian ships uh, are today. We have uh, roughly 140 warships. And um, at any time, I would imagine about 30 to 40 Indian ships would be operationally deployed. Well, let's see how this pans out. Thanks for taking the time, Sujan. Thanks, thanks, Saurabh.
and uh, i hope everyone stays as safe as is possible uh, you and me both i hope you found our discussion useful sujan tweets under the handle rep- reporter sujan if you'd like to discuss this more with him and let me know what you think at stratpost on twitter you can also get in touch with me at sorup joshi on twitter see you soon